Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Becca. Thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause and be still and just be aware of God's presence. Now just take a moment and share with the Lord where you're at. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? Also take some time to express gratitude to Him. Thank Him for all that He's done, the things that He is doing, and the things that He promises to do. prayer for resurrection hope. Lord God, whose Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, triumphed over the powers of death and prepared for us our place in the new Jerusalem, grant that we, who have this day given thanks for his resurrection, may praise you in that city of which he is the light and where he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask Holy Spirit that you lead and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me. Lead me into your kingdom today. Today's reading is Matthew 26, and I'll be reading just the first 28 verses. When Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, Not during the feast lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. You have always, you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. 
Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve, and as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful, and began to say to him, one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes, as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we wrap up the book of Matthew, um, we're coming to the climax of the story where um, Jesus fulfills all of the Old Testament and will be crucified, taking away the sins of the world. And while there's a lot that I could reflect on from this chapter, the thing that really stands out to me is Jesus um, partaking in Passover with his disciples and adding a new meaning, instituting um, what we will now practice as the church communion during that last Passover meal with his disciples. Passover was something that the Jewish people celebrated every year. Um, And generally, my family likes to get together with friends on Passover and do a Passover meal. And similar to communion, there are lots of symbols involved in the meal Um, For example, you dip some of the food in salty water and taste what is symbolic of the tears of God's people as they had cried out. At one part of the meal, you represent the ten plagues. But there's also a part of the Passover meal that um, involves drinking four different glasses of wine. And each of the cups of wine represents a different promise that God had given his people. And the promise comes out of Exodus 6. And I just wanted to read verse 6 and 7 where God tells Moses to tell the people, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians, which is the first cup, bringing out from the Egyptians. I will deliver you from slavery, which is the second cup that you drink during Passover. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment, which is the third cup. And then the fourth cup is the promise that I will take you to be my people and I will be your God. 
I am the Lord your God who has brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And it's really special um, to partake in the symbol of the Passover meal as one who has been grafted into the family of God, also as one who um, has experienced the new Passover lamb. And here we see Jesus instituting that with his disciples. He tells them, take a eat, this is my body. Take the cup, drink, this is my blood. Poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. So here we see the killing of the Passover lamb, which symbolizes the freedom of the Israelites from Egypt, now is the death of Jesus's body, bringing freedom from sin and from evil. But at the very end, he tells them, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. And that part just really stands out to me because when we, as the new covenanted church, partakes in communion regularly, it is that opportunity to remember his death and his freeing us from sin and evil. Yet it's also a hopeful looking forward to this promise that he is preparing a kingdom for us and we will drink of the fruit of the vine again with him one day. Um, So I just love that. And I think it's really fitting every time we do the abide podcast we lead in a time of gratitude and in that time of gratitude at the beginning we thank god for what he will do um and i i love that because we have a hope of something that's he's promised and we can thank him for what he will do even in the prayer that we read today um the prayer for resurrection hope it's just that reminder that he's preparing preparing for us our place in the new jerusalem So my encouragement is twofold. First, um, spend some more time in gratitude and thanking Jesus specifically for what he did on the cross and for what he promises to do um, here, that he will come back and we will drink of the fruit of the vine with him in the Father's kingdom. Secondly, my second encouragement is next time you take communion, Just picture that feast in the new Jerusalem where we will drink of the fruit of the vine together with our Messiah, the Son of Man, who was crucified and gave us life. So my encouragement is twofold. Spend some time in gratitude for what he did on the cross and what he promises to do in returning. And next time you take communion, just picture what that feast in the new Jerusalem will be like.
Heavenly Father, um, thank you for this reminder that it is you who has brought us out. You have delivered us and redeemed us and that you have called us as a new people, your own. Thank you for the physical act of communion where we get to remember and in faith hope for your return where we will feast in the new Jerusalem together. Father, through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.